Boomtron. 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 Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Netflix OGs get your groove on. We talk about it all, we could be wrong. Kill the better views like a Demogorgon. Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Just a few guys talking about the originals. Yo, pick your favorite show, we can put it on. We know it also, nothing's atypical. And welcome to the Boomtron Podcast. I'm Diego. I'm joined today by only Amy today. And I mean, we are talking. you don't really need anybody else if I'm here, so go ahead. I mean, you do do a lot of the talking, so <laughs> I guess that's okay. okay. But we are talking Cobra Kai. Hiya! Hiya! So season, what is it, season five? Season five. Season five. Uh, I think we have loved every season. I think we've never really had any real complaints except that Damon's favorite guy was Hawk, and you did not agree with that. I think that's been our only real But at this debate. point, he has fully redeemed him like i'm i'm on board now with him right like he did what i was damon looking for would him to say do. that he saw this coming and that he knew all along that he would find redemption and that you were wrong uh no because damon liked him when he was the bully because of his bullying ways remember damon was not looking for redemption <laughs> i don't know not that not that damon needed redemption but you know what i'm saying um, I, I don't think I'm misrepresenting that, but I, I, I feel like Damon was like, no, no, this happened because he was, he was being bullied, et cetera, et cetera. And I just felt like, I don't know. I felt like it was, it was too much of a shift, but I'm on board with Hawk now. He's, he's, he's my guy. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's jump right into it. And, you know, season four ends with Daniel's son at Mr. Miyagi's, uh, burial gravesite. Yeah. Um he seems like he was just talking to Mr. Miyagi, but we see that he was actually talking to Chosen. Right. Right. So Chosen's in town. Uh and he's like essentially he's Daniel's son's muscle. Yeah, he he's the muscle, but he's also kind of like a a comic relief character too. You know, like He's, he's, there's a, just the fact that he doesn't understand so many things and he misunderstands so many things. He's driving Amanda crazy. Um, I thought it was interesting because he was definitely the muscle. Like he, Chosen was in town ready to knock heads. Like if Daniel said that somebody even looked at him funny, Chosen's like, where is he? Let's go get him. I'm on him. And I, I thought that was interesting that he was that guy, but at the same time, he was, he was made out to kind of be a goofball, which was not the character he was in the original movies, you know? And I thought that was really interesting that they kind of right. took that. That, But again, I guess they're doing the same thing with Johnny, right? And I kind of like that they, like his story kind of developed like yeah. throughout the season. It wasn't like he was only the muscle or the silent assassin or whatever. Like you got to get a little bit, you got to know a little bit more about him and you know, we see that he is still in love with uh, the girl back home. He ends up calling yes. her there towards the end. Uh, and, you know, we we do see him fight, which um, he was he was legit, man. I mean, he took on the, the senseis all by himself. He took on, uh, at, you know, at the very end there, he, he fought silver and yeah. it was, he looks pretty old so I, you know i don't know i th- i remember seeing a meme about daniel son that right now he is the same age that mr miyagi was when they filmed the original movies what get out of town really and, and it just goes to show like how different like 
whatever, however old he is, 50, 60 year old now in 2022 versus what they looked like back in and yeah, what, the 80s. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's very true. So, so on one side, we, you know, we have, there's just, there's so many different, you know, storylines that get interwoven into like the main storyline. So we have Joe chosen and Daniel son essentially trying to fight back against silver and his and silver's crusade to, you know, expand Cobra Kai, not just in the Valley, but we learned that he's trying to go, you know, worldwide. He's all about legacy, legacy, legacy. Right. And then on the other side, we have Johnny. Right. And the, the season starts off with him and, um, uh, Carmen, Carmen, Right, and but they're going down to Mex- uh, Mexico, oh, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. They're going down to, down to Mexico. Yeah, taking Bobby down to Mexico. Right to and bond so, to find Miguel, who is in search of his dad. Who, but he doesn't tell Robbie that's why they're going at first. Robbie thinks it's just a father son trip, right. and that's kind of crappy of Johnny. But well, I mean, it's, it's what else would course. you expect from? Yeah, what else would you expect from Johnny? Like he he wants to bomb, but he doesn't have the words to say. You know. Right. First of all, he doesn't have the words to say, I really want to fix our relationship. And then he doesn't have the words to say, I also have to fix my relationship with Robbie. You got to come with me. So um, I I thought that was an interesting storyline. And I don't know if you remember, but after season four, we talked about like, what would you want to see in season five? And what would you not want to see in season five? And one of my, what would I not want to see in season five was, I did not want the entire season focusing on Miguel and his search for his dad. Um, so I was really glad that that story wrapped up rather quickly. Like, it, yeah. it was it was good. You know, it was a good story. But um, I liked the fact that we didn't spend the... Like, I needed Johnny to be back with um, with Daniel. And I needed... Robbie to be Robbie and Miguel to come back and be with the kids. And if they were in Mexico the whole time, I wasn't going to like it. I really liked how they did it because it satisfied Miguel's quest to see his dad. It answers these questions that they brought up in season four about his dad, right? Carmen keeps saying he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. And he's like, I just want to see my dad. I just want to meet my dad. Um, Which that whole thing kind of, but like, Again, I know it's a storytelling technique to like keep us in suspense and to keep the story going, but like what mom isn't just going to be like, listen, here's the deal. We had to run away from your dad because he's a really bad guy and he was going to kill, you know, like he's a drug dealer and he's this and he's that. He's doing all this illegal stuff instead of just being like, you don't want to know him. Like what kid's not going to be like, yeah, I do. Yes, I do. Like you're making him a mystery. You're making him more attractive. So that kind of bugged me a little bit that she waits until he's now trapped with the guy um, before she's like, Oh, by the way. Um, but, but again, they, they wrapped it up quickly enough that I was like, great. He got his answers. Now he's coming back. He's with Robbie and Johnny. There's this temporary peace between them. Um, I don't know. I thought that was good. My, the, my question with the whole Miguel and his dad thing, do you think his dad knew who he was? Uh, I don't think so. And I thought for a moment, I mean, I think Miguel did try to tell him like there were times where it looked like he was going to kind of spill the beans kind of thing. Um, And I kind of wish that he did tell him because I would have loved to have seen um, the reaction, like what would have happened. Would he be in it? 
But then I feel like maybe he'd find out and then he'd try to keep Miguel with him and then turn into this whole thing. So maybe maybe that's something for season six when they, you know, they go into the international tournament and things and they maybe he like sees him on TV. He's like, wait a second, I know this kid. And then he sees Carmen with him like on oh. TV. And now that turns into a whole other thing. That could be good because really otherwise, if that's the end of the story, and again, it's not a story I'm super into, but if that's the end of the story, it kind of feels like we didn't need it. You know right. what I mean? Like, I oh, it- he has this bad guy who's a dad. Unless it's just like another reason that he turns to Johnny to be a father figure, right? Uh, like, yeah, I think I-, I think that's pretty much maybe the whole plot device there is the whole Miguel is looking for that father figure. Yeah. And yeah, so, and he was so crushed. It, remember at the end of season yes, four, right? When Johnny's like, he's like, "I really yeah, love Robbie. you," and he's like, "I love you, Robbie." And then I was like, "Oh, and poor Miguel, his little face. Oh my goodness, yeah." All right, so yeah, but I, but that ties into I think the next thing where it's Johnny is trying to bring Robbie and Miguel together to like kind of you know join forces in a way, and it's it's funny how he does it. You know, first the road trip. Then he tricks him to go to Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> then he does the escape room at the house with with Miguel's uh, grandma there. Right, right. And then finally, you know, with the uh, advice from Daniel's son, he has him fight it out. And for yeah. a moment there, I thought it was going to turn bad. I did too. I, and I was, I like, I was watching it and I, and I was watching, like I, I watched this with my eyes. Like it wasn't like I was doing other things and I'm watching them up on that balcony and I start having flashbacks and then they start showing flashbacks. And I'm like, if somebody goes over this railing, like there's not going to be any coming back from that. I'm like, what's like, it just, I agree. It looked really, really bad. Right. Um, and I was, I think it was smart to, again, if I'm Johnny, I'm racing up those stairs and breaking them up at that point. But I think it was smart. He's just like, they... stop, guys. Stop, guys. <laughs> exactly. I thought it was really smart that they didn't have Johnny up there so that the boys could talk it out themselves. Because they really needed to be able to talk it out without Johnny. Because, you know, I, I love him, but he just never says the right thing. So um, the, the, the reuniting of the boys, I thought, was was really funny, the way that he kept trying to do it and he just kept missing. But again, it's one of those things where he considers them both his boys. And finding out that Carmen's pregnant, he wants a happy family. And I I think that's such a nice side to Johnny, like such a sweet side to him. He's just grown so much as a character, um, you know, over the five seasons. And obviously since he was a teenager, but just to see him. (laughs) I'm just thinking about... uh... How, you know, he has grown, and I remember, I think it was the season one, when he gets the laptop, and he's learning <laughs> about the internet, and yeah. now here we see him, you know, he's trying to make money to, because he found out Carmen's pregnant. Oh my god, yes. And he becomes like an Uber driver, and a, like a DoorDash <laughs> drive delivery guy. Yeah. You know, he wants to give him one rating stars, and he's eating the food, or he's like <laughs> the beer cans all over the car, and it's... uh. I'm like, oh my gosh. And it's but like, it's that's, perfect. Yes. It's a hundred percent who he would be. And it's it's fantastic. Johnny continues to be probably my favorite character in the show. Like I feel just, like he's the most honest character. Like yes. he is who he is. And that's it. Yeah, I agree with you. A hundred percent. There's no he's never pretending. 
Like, and, and he's really very vulnerable too. Like he'll say that he doesn't understand something or he'll say that he feels a certain way about something. Like he's, I don't know. I, I well, just, we kind of see, we, and we kind of see like towards the end or the last episode where there is the big fight at the end between the dojo and then at Silver's house. And, you know, there's a part where Johnny is, you know, getting his ass kicked because he's fighting for master senseis. And all of a sudden, like, he's about to, I mean, Silver said, like, you got to off him, take him off the board, essentially, and kill him. And the picture of the ultrasound where the baby comes out of his Mm -hmm. pocket and he sees it and he kind of, you know, hulks up Super Saiyan and he, you know, takes them all down. Like he just yeah. has, with the help of finally yes. he woke up of Mike Barnes. Right. 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 Which, which, you know, I, I, what I think one of my favorite things about this show is all the old characters coming back. Right. So you right. have Mike Barnes who comes back and like, while he's not, you know, predominantly on the, the season, he is there and you do get to see him and you do get to see him fight a little bit. And he is like a super, the bad boy of karate. Right. And like, you kind of right. see a little bit of that when he steals the limo and like, like kidnaps Daniel son chosen and, <laughs> and Johnny after the club. And I also liked how they brought back Daniel son's ex-girlfriend. I loved who, it. Who turns out to be Amanda Daniel son's uh, cousin. Right. His wife's cousin, yeah, which is so, great. And then they even like explain that, right? Like, yeah, well, when you introduced me to Daniel, da 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 da, like, what? So I when love. She knocked on that door, and the door opened. I was like, <gasps> couldn't believe it. And I'll be honest, at first I was like, man, this girl looks so familiar. And it wasn't until they were at the bar and she was explaining like the history between Danielson and, and Silver, and you see the flashbacks of how Silver terrorized her and Danielson. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's her. Like, it just, like, it didn't click with me right away when I saw her in the present time. There were two 80s redhead actresses. It was her <laughs> who was in all the movies. And then the girl who was in, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um, was it Luca or Lucas? I think it was Lucas. I don't know if you ever saw that with Corey Haim and he's his kid and he mm. wants to be on the football team and he's saying, oh my gosh, that's not ring man, a bell. Oh, I will send you a link for that movie because you're going to have to watch that at some point. But probably won't. But uh, okay, you you are. Um, <laughs> anyway, the, these two, like they were the two redheaded actresses of the '80s, and like when I when she opened the door, I was like, oh my god, I was so excited to see her. But I right. thought she was a good bring back too, right? Like, and and again, they don't just bring them back for show. Like, it's not just, except for when they brought back Elizabeth Shue. Like, she didn't really add anything to the story. But most of the characters that they bring back propel the story forward. Like, Mike Barnes comes back. Daniel's trying to get him, you know, to join forces with him. Chosen, of course, misunderstands the situation, beats up everybody who works for Mike Barnes' furniture store, and then starts fighting Mike Barnes. Um... And then, and then Silver Mike, burns down. And then Silver burns down the furniture store. And then Mike wants his revenge. And then he is the one, you know, like you said, kidnaps them with the limo. And then goes to fight with them. Like, yo, let's go get him. Let's go get him. And Daniel's like, no, no, we can't. But again, Mike propelled the story along. Bringing back the cousin 
you know, she takes Amanda and the kids because Amanda needs a break. She's like, you know, because, because, you know, Terry has like that fundraiser thing that he hosts and then he makes Daniel think that he's saying bad things right. about Amanda. I mean, they, they do, they do such a good job of making Silver look like a sinister Evil, evil genius. genius yeah like yeah. he like he was a step ahead of them and Every i think time. I, and i think johnny points out that when mike barnes does kidnap them, he's like we got to go to silver's house and like just take it to him and daniel sounds like this is a terrible idea and right. johnny's like yeah i know silver would never expect it yeah exactly because he was he was a step ahead of them at everything at the fundraiser event uh he found out about chosen because he like did the cheers and he found out that the yeah. way Chosen did the cheer was from Okinawa and not from uh, Kyoto. And, like, he brings the, the senseis from uh, from his from uh, Kyoto to, like, train the guy, that, the art of the fist, right? Yeah. He's just always ahead of the game with Stingray, who, who comes back. He's a master manipulator. Yes. Master manipulator. Um, and he, he's just fantastic. And, yeah, with Stingray, too. Like, but again, so, so... Before I hit get into Stingray, who love, um, <laughs> you know the Amanda's cousin moved that story along because Amanda leaves Daniel, and then she visits the cousin, and then the cousin and Amanda get in a bar fight with the girl that. They, so it's kind of a parallel, right? Here's somebody from my teenage years who you know wants to fight me, and so Amanda's fighting her, and apparently Amanda was pretty much a tough, you know, a badass in in her teenage years as well, but. And then, you know, the cousin helps her realize, like, oh, I got to give him a second chance. So, again, propelling that story along. Stingray. I mean, I, I, the, Daniel going to, like, try to get him on his side and then getting mad. Like, Daniel really loses it this season um, in a lot of different ways. And and I have always said Daniel is my least favorite character um, in in the whole series. And, and that continued this time he goes to see stingray then he winds up breaking his xbox like i don't know you break stingray's xbox to me it's like breaking an eight-year-old's xbox like he was just heartbroken over it but i loved when the kids went to go see him and then you know they figured out a way to get him to tell on on silver without telling on silver by talking about dungeons and dragons you know what i mean (laughs) like i thought that was so that's such great storytelling and it's such it's so creative like let's make sure that we can get him to tell because if he doesn't say anything the story changes so and i wouldn't say stingray is somebody that they brought back but you know just having him be part of that and you could see how it was so attractive to him to be part of cobra kai and to belong to something so tough because he's just not but then to see him kind of come into his own i thought that was great i thought that was really good too but so, you can't talk about Stingray without talking about Crease being in jail. Yeah, that, you know, I, going into the season, I didn't know what they were going to do with Crease. I thought, you know, they're all, oh, he's going to get out, like, you know, within the first two episodes. And he doesn't. Right. And he tries to manipulate the psychiatrist. Doesn't work. Then Danielson and Johnny go to visit him and they're like, oh, we'll get our lawyer or John, I'll get my lawyer to help you increase tells them information on silver. And then Danielson gives them the note with the lawyer's phone number. And it turns out that the note said no mercy MF her. Right. <laughs> so so he tricks Crease there. And I feel like Crease had like almost like a 
like a, a real, I say, like an epiphany or something. And he was like, I might not get out of here as easy as I thought. And you know, he eventually kind of takes over. He becomes the sensei after having to beat guys up. Right. And the final episode starts off with what seems like him realizing I'm here and I'm never going to get out. And I got to make the best of it and figure something out. And he gets shanked. Right. For break, trying to break up a fight. Right. Exactly. And, and this, you know how they, they do like that kind of like, I, I think it's called like a cold intro or hot intro. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And a cold open. A, a cold open. Yeah. And the Cobra Kai logo comes up for the show and it's crease laying there in blood. He yeah. got shanked. He got shanked like 10 times. Sure did. Uh, and so the whole episode, you think, oh, man, Chris is dead. That's it. They got that's it. And like for me, like I was like, all right, well, I guess that's it for Chris. And the ending, you see the you know, they're like, wait till Chris. What did they say? Wait till Chris hears about this. Yeah, that we got silver. And the detective's like, oh, you didn't hear Chris. And then we get to see what really happened. And essentially, Chris faked his own death <laughs> and escaped jail. Yeah, kind of, and sets up an interest in season six because, on one hand, you know, Silver framed him. So, like, what's that mean in terms of well, he was wrongly incarcerated, but then he escaped jail. So, is he gonna get in trouble for escaping somewhere where he shouldn't have been anyway? <laughs> right, right, and, there, and there's no way, like. I don't know how Crease becomes part of the next season because clearly they're all traveling internationally to be part of this competition. I, I just have a feeling that the Valley's not going to host it. So, you know, Crease can't go to this competition. Crease can't now be the leader of Cobra Kai. Like, he's an escaped prisoner. So I'm, I'm curious to see how he how he becomes, how he plays into the story because he's on the run. Like, he has to be on the run. So I think that'll be interesting. I thought it was really interesting that Tori stayed in contact with him. And that he was, like, you know, helping Tori kind of take down Silver, which she clearly didn't do. But but helping Tori to take down Silver. What I didn't like was, I, I don't know why, I really didn't like Crease when he's, with the therapist and then like he's talking things through but he's not talking to the therapist right he's talking to all the different people in his life yeah he's um, talking to like his younger self johnny his yeah. girlfriend right uh, i thought that was interesting and i thought it was interesting how many times this season they referenced the fact that crease said that johnny was the best fighter he'd ever seen Silver mentions it a couple times. Crease mentions it a couple times. Um, and I I just thought that was really interesting because I was thinking that in the end there would re- like it would it wouldn't come down to chosen and silver, that it would come down to Johnny and Silver. Because it was mentioned over and over and over again. Um, but then in the end that it, you know, it wound up being chosen and silver. I just thought that was an interesting way for that to go um but again i i don't know what's going to happen with crease i i think i i don't i don't know how he can play into the story being on the run again 
I'm sure they'll do it and they'll do it beautifully. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just not sure how that's going to work. And I felt like, I don't, correct me if, if you felt differently, but I felt like this season was very adult heavy. Like we, we obviously had stuff with the kids, right? Like, yeah, I mean, the, but, I but think even the one that, kitty, it always one, involved the adults. I think the one kitty thing was kind of the, 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 the fight at the, the water park where they were like racing right. down the slide. And I was like, and, and, and part of me was kind of like, I don't want to see this. Like they fought at school. They fought at the, at the arcade. They fought here. They like, I was kind of over that part of them just going right. back and forth, back and forth there. And, like, it was like turf wars kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I did like the tone of it that it was a little bit more focused on Daniel, Johnny, and, like, their issues. I did, too. But I couldn't help but wonder if they were losing the younger audience this season. Because uh, every t- everything with the kids really dealt with the adults, right? Like, Tori's story wasn't ever just about Tori. It was Tori talking to Crease, and it was Tori at the dojo dealing with Silver, and it was Tori and that horrific woman um, that Silver brought over to, you know, lead the senseis and and test people out and see how tough they were going to be. I thought, um, you know, so every time Tori was on the screen, it was in combination with an adult. Um, Robbie and Miguel, you know, usually were on the screen in coordination with Johnny. Um, Sam, I, again, with her father, she's my least favorite character. Um, You know, see, she has to find herself and she has like that spa day where she's trying to find herself and she's going to let Miguel go. But then as soon as she lets Miguel go, she sees him with somebody else and then she's mad. Like, whatever, Sam. She was the only one who was alone. I feel like I've said this before and Sam is just not my favorite. Yeah. I don't I like her story. I don't like her facial expression sometimes. Like, she's such, sometimes she's just like, I don't know, like, what what the word is, bratty or too pouty. And I don't know if that's just her storyline, but sometimes, like, come on, girl. Like, you got, like, let's, 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 let's get through it. Let's get right. over it. Let's get right. over it. Like, you're giving up karate. You're giving up this. And now, like, everyone is, like, your enemy. Like, come on. Let's, right. at some point, we got to get through it. Right. Uh, I so agree I, with you. I and 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 I think I felt the same way, if not last season, definitely one of the seasons before it. But uh, I felt like there was a like Miguel kind of took a step down too. Yeah. In turn, like you know, he was he was the guy at one yeah. point, and I I found it interesting. And I mean, I guess it made sense because it kind of shows that him and Robbie are on the same page when they both decided to that Hawk would be the representative for yeah. Um. The the guys for uh, Miyagi Do, whatever Hawk, mm-hmm. um, for the to determine if the dojos would get into the what's it called? It's not the Kumite, that's Bloodsport. What's the, the it's the t- Sakatai? Sakatai, maybe I don't know. So the international karate Takai. competition. I know it's Takai. I know that's part of it, but because that's uh, the name of one of the episodes. Right, and, and and that's pretty much you know the main focus of the storyline is Silver is trying to get Cobra Kai into this or that. I guess essentially they win it and then they show that Cobra Kai is the best and there's his legacy, blah, 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 blah. Right. Uh, so we do get the two one-on-one matchups. Sam was supposed to fight Nichols. Nichols backs out because she realized Silver has once again paid off the ref. Right. Uh, and she's, she's just not going to do it again. So they get the substitute. Sam wins, uh, even though the ref was calling some bogus fouls. 
Well, but that's they said you you have to be you have to win so blatantly, yeah, that they can't because of course you know they they we we knew they were going to do that, but and she did, and that was the one good thing for Sam this yes. season. I was like, good girl, yes, you figured it out, yes. And then Hawk does lose his match, kind of a little bit on the ref, kind of cheating on him, cheating uh, for Cobra Kai, right? Uh, and I think when they do finally expose um silver and his lies Which was great by the way loved it you kind of see especially uh, what's the what's the kid's name that beat hawk oh um kenny kenny I th- yeah i think you're right yeah um he i think i think he took it the hardest because you know he was getting bullied by danielson's son yeah and you know that's kind of how robbie took him in to um to Cobra Kai and he did become like extremely like he was really good. Yeah. And I think he took it to heart where here's this guy that sensei who is supposed to be my leader and he's like, am I really that good or has everything been a lie? So he took it. And even there at the end when Robbie does try to talk to him, he's like, not now. Like, right. I think he's just so mentally devastated by it that he can't kind of, uh, bounce back so that it's going to be interesting to see what happens now with with silver in jail does Chris right. take over cobra kai and take him to the, the he Takai? can't he's escaped prisoner yeah but he was wrongfully incarcerated oh yeah yeah but now yeah but so that's what i said before like how does he that escaped, work but that he escaped think, but, but he shouldn't have been there <laughs> yeah but i don't know if I, I mean i don't know the legalities but he I think he killed the doctor. No, he I probably he knocked killed... him out. Okay, but then he, he didn't he, kill anybody. He assaulted people. He assaulted, he assaulted people. Pe- he assaulted people. He assaulted people. Mm. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some kind of consequence. Maybe he sneaks out and he's able to uh, get to the tournament. Uh, but I mean, I, I think we can agree that season six is going to be focused on this tournament. The whole thing is going to be the tournament. It, it, I, I almost feel like. I, I can't help but wonder if they're going to bother with even like show, I, I guess they're going to have 10 episodes they got to do, but like, I feel like the, the whole season opens up while they're over there. And then I'm curious, you know, obviously, I mean, let's be honest, the best in the entire world, Cobra Kai and Miyagi-Do, I don't know, but there's going to be the, all these other teams there too. So I think it'll be interesting to see how that like are we now going to see them interact with other kids from other places and oh what if they gonna work what if they mesh all three dojos cobra kai miyagi do and eagle hawk that would be interesting and they put them all together under the tutelage of chosen because chosen does know the art of the fist like he knew a lot about it yes yeah um by the way i think and i think we've said i think we've said this probably in every season the big scale fighting scenes in the show yeah. are very good. Like, oh my gosh, there's the so last episode. The, the last episode is so good with the fight at Silver's house, the fight at the dojo. Yeah, like and just the back and forth of what's gonna happen was really, really good. Really, really. I good. agree. I agree. So, the the whole show is so well shot. Um, it, it there's just such a good flow to it, and those types of things like could really be like 
super choppy if they're going between them, but they never are. It's just so well done. And the fights are so good to watch. Like, I don't know. I always finish watching an episode and I just feel like I could get up and, you know, break some boards or something. I don't test that theory, but I feel like I could. So. So, obviously, we just said, you know, season six, definitely going to be focused on this. Um, and I, and I, and for as much as I love that they do bring back older characters, I think, I think they're tapped out. Yeah. Right. There's, there's, there's no one else. I think that could come back. I mean, well, Silver- I mean, chosen's got to have his girlfriend show up. Right. Right. I mean, silver does have a lot of resources, so maybe he does get out of jail. He finds a way to beat the, 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 the charges. I not with that video. No, they don't have the video of him beating Stingray. Though. No, no, they don't have that video, but they have the video of him bribing the, you know, admitting to bribing the judge. Yeah. And then maybe now that maybe if, maybe with him being hopefully, you know, arrested or whatever with that, Stingray will feel a little safer to come forward and talk about what really happened. Hmm. And that would be good because that would keep Silver in jail. I feel like I'm, I'm, I feel like, I feel like I'm done with Silver's story arc now too. Like, I, I feel like this was a great, great, great season. I, this might be my favorite season so far. Um, an excellent season, but I feel like Silver's story is done now. I don't need him to be the enemy again next, next, next round. I think what I'd like to see is I'd like to see them go to, um, this tournament and there be another karate, like an international karate school who they have to, I don't want them to be cheating, but I would like them to, you know, have some tougher kind of karate or something that they're going to have to deal with. Um, right. And then we'll see. Then we'll see whose way is the best, right? Is it that, you know, now, have, have don't there, attack? Have, have there been like a saying where like season six, that's it or anything like that? Yes. I don't I'm pretty sure that I read that season six is the final season. Okay. Um, I don't know if it was like an Instagram post or something, but I feel like that was it. Like they've been leading to this moment. Okay. Okay. And I, I think, which, I which think makes sense. Yeah. And I think, I think, uh, and like I said, like they, they've tapped out in terms of characters coming back. Now it's time to focus on the dojo and the karate and the kids and the next story. Right. Yeah, uh, but I, I, you know what? I think I did really enjoy the season. I, I would, I could, I think I could agree with you that this might be my favorite season because it was more adult friendly. Yeah. Um, and just the, the whole silver manipulation and everything, and just twisting Daniel's son, just almost making him quit. Like I just thought it was really well done. The fight scenes, well done. So definitely two thumbs up. I mean. Mark and Damon, I think, said that they they really enjoyed it too. So yes, uh, all around, I think a, a full appreciation of what they're doing with Cobra Kai, and definitely looking forward to season six, like right off the bat. Absolutely, I'm with you. All right, any final thoughts? No, no, I think I think you just summed it up pretty well. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well. Everyone that's listening, you know, let us know your thoughts on Cobra Kai. Let us know uh, who your favorite character is, who, you know, who you're ready to get rid of right away. Uh, If you have a favorite fight scene or anything like that, you know, check out the Facebook page, social media, download, like, you know, share with friends. And uh, if anything, we will catch you on the next episode. Bye, everyone.
just a disclaimer here, no members of the Boomtron podcast are employed by Netflix, nor do they have any business ties with the Netflix Corporation. This podcast for entertainment purposes only, and all Netflix news and information that is shared is simply what these three yahoos found online.